This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast. What is your name? It's John Rowell, but everybody calls me Growler. How many R's are in Growler? Two. Two? <laughs> yeah. Grr. Grr. I like it. And what is your primary role in the Line Dance community? Um, I'm a Line Dance teacher. I teach at my own classes. I'm from the UK. Ah. I do uh, classes on a Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Hmm. What part of the UK? I live in Scarborough. That's on the East Coast. Hmm. Um, lower than Newcastle, higher than Hull. Oh, wow. And you know where Scarborough is. You know the song. Uh, are you going to Scarborough Fair? That's it. Huh. Yep. So, I'm guessing that be- based on the accent, you've probably been based in the UK your entire life. I've lived there all my life, yes. Wow. What brings you out to, to Vegas Dance Explosion? Do you do, you do a lot of these uh, international tours? Yeah, I've done, the, I've done this ex- explosion a few times. The last three years I haven't done it because my wife's uh, not in very good health. I haven't been able to get here. But I've done it in, in the past about seven times, I think. Hmm. I've lost count. Hmm. And what uh, different things do you do when you, when you come to events well, like Well, I'm here, these? I usually DJ. Usually and, DJ, okay. And I teach as well, I'm one of the instructors. Oh. And do you, have, um, do you have some big hit dances that folks might recognize the names of? Well, I've got a few. Um, I think what the world recognizes is Rolling With The Flow, mm. which was a country song. And I had one a few years before that, which was nominated for a crystal boot called, um, what was it called? <laughs> Loves Around. Ah. It's, uh, everybody called it Look Up, Look Down. It was the Olsen brothers from uh, Denmark, I think. Ah. Yep. Okay. And uh, what is your style? What, what do you tend to lean toward musically or dance? Uh, country mainly, but uh, I do all sorts. Yeah. Uh, when I first started, it was all, all country, and mm. then all the pop started coming out, and I said, oh, I'm not dancing. Mm. don't like that. And I said, oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> Those are good dancers. Mm. I've got to learn them. So I do all sorts now. Mm. When I do my own socials, it's only about 30% country. The rest is... All mixture, Latin, hmm. pop, Irish. Hmm. Oh, Irish. Every, everything that goes, yeah. Whatever's popular, we do it. Okay. And how long have you been involved in line dance? <sighs> 25 years. 25 years. Yeah. What got you in? My wife. <laughs> My wife, yeah. I used to sing when I was a bit younger in a, in a country band. Hmm. So I had the, uh, the check shirts, the cowboy boots, the, the hat. Hmm. And she saw this advert in a local newspaper, line dancing. She said, fancy going line dancing? No. No, no, I don't. <laughs> Oh, come on. Oh, all right then. So, first lesson, I was absolutely hooked. Mm. But I did the same mistake every beginner does. I stood at the back, thought nobody will see me. Mm. Two walls later, I'm at the front. Uh-huh. <laughs> huh. What were some of those uh, those first dances that you remember learning? Oh. And are they still around? No. Well, oh. some, some are, but uh, one of the first dances I learned was a, a dance called um, A1 Blues. Mm. by uh, It's a, a country singer from the UK called Dave Sheriff. Oh, yeah. He did a lot of, lot of his stuff. And we just did what was coming out in Line, line Dancer magazine. Mm. Whatever was in Line Dancer magazine, everybody used to do. Mm. So you could go virtually anywhere and you guarantee the same dances. Mm. But now with the internet, there's such a diversity. I, I can come here and not dance all night and say, I don't know that, I don't know that. Oh, oh I know that one. Mm. <laughs> what are some other ways that you've seen Line Dance change over time? Because I, 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 I think I found out about Line Dancer magazine around the tail end of its existence. Yeah. Like I, I, I saw that it was a hard copy magazine and then it went digital and now yeah. it's not even yeah, that's right, yeah. online. Well, in the early days when I first started, everybody used to dress up. Mm. All the guys wore hats, ladies as well. You wore cowboy shirts, boots. Now, there's virtually nobody wears them. Mm. I still wear them, but uh, you, you don't see it very often. Mm. Yeah, I noticed you have a, a really sharp-looking white hat there. <laughs> uh, we have this all-white 
theme going on here at Vegas Dance Explosion on Sunday. Yeah. And and you've got your white, white. Uh, are they in the UK? Are they trousers? Is that what? They're, no, they're, they're chinos. They're chinos. chinos. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't sure because I don't want to call them pants. I had, I had to buy them for this event because I didn't have any white trousers. Yeah, yeah I cheated. I, I used my black jeans because yeah. I figured black and white. Yeah, it's close. Yeah, yeah. And then you got your white shirt here the with bling. the bling. Oh, the bling! What can you tell me about the bling? Um, it started just uh, doing a couple of shirts with a. a what is it called Swarovski stones something like that yeah Swarovski yeah. crystal yeah, so yeah. did a few they look nice so I'm just but bigger and bigger mm. how many shirts do you have that have the uh, the bling on the bling uh, probably 20 wow but uh, I've got about 90 cowboy shirts because <laughs> oh, every gosh. time we used to come here we'd go shopping and shoppers mm. take all the cowboy gear home mm-hmm. and I wear them for class all the time because I've got them might as well wear them yeah definitely and, absolutely and I, I always wear a hat mm. Even in class, I always wear a hat. Really? Why is that? What, is it, what does the hat it's, mean for it's, you? It's part of my image. If you look at my, <laughs> if you look at the logo, on, go to the website, www.growler.com, mm-hmm. there's the hat and the big moustache. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. And how long have you had the, uh, the moustache? The moustache, that came about because uh, I used to work offshore. Mm. Yeah, I, was in, I was in the North Sea, mm-hmm. we're halfway between Shetlands and Norway. So in the winter months, I used to grow a full set of beard. Mm. And as it came around in the spring, I would shave it off. Mm. You're out there and do stupid things. Sometimes we'd shave half it off, <laughs> leave it for a while, or just bits and pieces here and there. And this time I, uh, I left this big moustache on, mm-hmm. came home with it, and the wife saw me and says, you can leave that on. People remember something as stupid as that. <laughs> <laughs> now that's advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So unless I've got the hat on, even with the moustache, people don't recognize me. Put the hat on, oh, there's Growler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. hmm. So in your DJing, is there anything that uh, that you find distinguishes yourself as a DJ, like your selection? Uh, do you try to mix in certain genres that others don't? No, when I'm, when I'm doing socials, all I do is put out request sheets and play what the people want. Hmm. If you don't play what they want, they're not going to come back. That's true. That's a very I've good point. I've heard so many complaints. I've been out to a social. Oh, I put requests in, didn't play any of them. Hmm. So what I do is... Sort of, idea I borrowed from another DJ on me request sheet I put a little box in saying it's my current favourites I make sure I play them every one of them then nobody can say you didn't play my request mm. and you, you play the popular stuff you watch the dance floor I think oh they like that I know they'll go with this one as well but generally you just work from a request sheet mm. what are some of the things that uh, that fall under the DJ's uh, responsibilities because I know that uh, that from from different ones that I've asked from country bars from events there's a lot of like reading the room gauging the energy f- uh, of, yeah, of the room yeah. what are some of the things that uh, that you have been able to fine-tune over the years yeah. in your skill set yeah well obviously you can't play fast dances all the time you look at what your request sheet is you might put out. three fast ones on give them a couple of slow ones mm-hmm. but um, obviously some of the new dancers come out there's maybe only half a dozen people know them. It depends how big the, the venue is. That's true. The floor empties, so you, you look at your, you know what's uh, popular to get the people on the floor again. Play that. That's something I'm also curious about. I know that uh, what what the UK plays or has traditionally played uh, can differ from you know, yeah. stateside America and, uh, and and what we consider to be classics. What are some of the classics over there that you think really deserve a shot over here? Things that we should be teaching. Well. Black coffee is really big in the UK, and mm. it didn't didn't come well over the pond. Mm. There's another dance, um, 
pot of gold, which is Irish. Mm -hmm. Didn't go really big here. Hmm. But I do a, I collect um, playlists from other DJs because I'm compiling a, a chart mm -hmm. which is worldwide from countries all around the world. And in the current top 20, there's a, a dance, um, Islands in the Stream and Pot of Gold have never been out of the top 20. Wow. Yeah, just, just social dancing. This isn't dances that are getting taught, just people go out and dance them socially. Huh. They've been in there all the time. Interesting. Why do you suppose that is? Is there is there a certain character or disposition of the UK line dancer that's different? This isn't just the UK though, this is worldwide. Oh, worldwide, all These right. are dancers coming in from all over the place. Huh. Interesting. I wonder what it is that, uh, that, that makes the taste so different. I don't know. I think what makes a good dance is if the steps go fit the music. Right. There's so many dancers come out, people are just, they're creating the steps and it doesn't really fit to the music. Yeah. And people do them for a while and they go, that's a lot of rubbish, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to stop that. But if, if, the fit, if the steps fit the music, yeah. you've got a hit on your hands. Mm. Is there a process that you follow? I just put the, I listen to music, oh, I like that, and I'll just mess about doing a few steps. Yeah. Oh, that's, that works well. No, that doesn't. I've done a couple of dances for this event and I mean they're just little baby dancers by beginners mm. and they were both like five minutes from start to finish. Mm. It just it just gelled and one thing flowed to another, no problem. That's lucky. And fortunately the people here are saying, Oh I love that dancer, I really like that one, so hopefully I've maybe got some couple of little hits on my hand. Yeah. Where do you find new music? Well I'm a, I'm a member of the uh, Country Music Association. Mm. So I get the what's what's currently on the the radio stations mm -hmm. you get that before it's released so that's pretty good so you, you get a, a head start on everybody but just listen to the radio generally keep away from the pop stuff because the big name choreographers jump on that and you can do a really great dance the big name choreographer can have a mediocre one mm -hmm. but you know which one they're going to do yeah. the big name making your name's the hardest thing how does one do that if you are coming up the, the ranks so to yeah. speak how it's, do you distinguish yourself yeah, you can't, you've just got to come up with something different and catchy. There's mm. one out now, Lonely Drum. The guy is from Australia, total unknown. I don't know how long he's been doing it, but it's just caught on, it's gone worldwide. Yeah. It's just right, right, right steps, right music. Yeah. Everybody loves it. It's quite the phenomenon. It's yeah. like lightning in a yeah. bottle. You know, yeah. you've, you've just came along at the right time and right place. Huh. Well, if there were something that you could put out to the world of line dance, some message, big, like almost like a billboard for all of line dance to see, what would you want to share with all of us? Something for us to think about or yeah. maybe something to do? Just go out and keep it fun. Yeah. If it's not fun, it's not worth doing. Yeah. Don't be serious. <laughs> if you make mistakes, so what? We're able to enjoy ourselves. We're not prima donnas. Well, some of us aren't. <laughs> And how would people best get in contact with you? If, if people wanted to shoot you a message or, or find you through perhaps email or Facebook, yeah. what would be the best way that somebody could contact you? Well, I'm on, I'm, I have my own website, www.growler.com, mm -hmm. and all the information is on there. Mm. Email is growlrat, hang on, uh, email, growleratbtinternet.com. And how many R's are in those growlers? Yeah, two. Two? <laughs> two in all the growlers, yeah. All right, one growler, final. one at the beginning, one at the end. Oh, we have a we have a, a walk-in guest here on the podcast. A fan. A fan. Yeah. And I've got one final question for you uh, before we head back to the ballroom. What dance would you recommend everybody go out and learn right now? Well, everybody knows Lonely Drum. Um, <laughs> it's it's got it's got to be one of mine. Mm. Mountain Mary or No Hablo Español. 
Mountain Mary or yep. No Hablo Español. Español, yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, John Growler, for joining us here on the podcast. I'll, I'll see you out on the dance floor.